pull up a chair, but don't forget to bring wood. You're at the fire pit. And just do some like shoe gaze, like the whole time, just tear at my shoes. That's all you gotta do to play shoe gaze. Yeah, tear at my shoes and not move at all. What do you think, Christy? <laughs> Uh, Are you saying shoe gaze? Yeah. G A Z E. That's offensive. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Triggered. Wow. Those shoe gaze are at it again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, when we was playing Overwatch. What the heck? And, and, and Zenyatta was like gazing into the iris. I'm like, how come straight people can't go into the iris? I don't yes, know. he said this. Because they're flowers. So I don't. <laughs> I like gay people. Not like. <laughs> I bet you do. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Dude, I grew up with like. Dude, gay... what a horrible episode of Fire Pit we did. Yes, thank no, you. No, 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 no. People, I'm not bashing gay people. I grew up. I grew up. <laughs> listen to me. I grew up with gay people. My dad's my aunt. My dad's sister was gay, and we'd always go see my aunt Vaughn and Aunt Barb. That's dope. Your family was dope with it. Yeah, man. I mean, they and 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 they didn't make a big deal about it. Like, I didn't really. I was like probably like a teen, like late teens before I realized. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Like, we it, it wasn't a big deal, and they're not the only ones either. It's not I, a big deal. That's the thing. That's what makes me sad about the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. But they're not the only ones. Like I had, I have other family members. That's good though, because I know you guys come from like religious family. A lot of the stigma is that like religious people aren't uh, uh, open to that kind of thing, and Dude. so like that's good that like my aunt Vaughn read the Bible like crazy. Like, right. They were at church every Sunday, and their church was cool about it. You know, they found a church that wasn't like judgy on them and stuff. You know, so right. It's just you know, it's like all the. The jerks in a population get all the credit, you know, like all the MMA fighters, you know, the meatheads with the affliction shirts and stuff like that. They're the ones that you think of, you know, like yeah. Muslims, you know, you the people that fly the planes into buildings are the ones who get the attention. That's what you think of. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, right. but that's not saying. everybody. You so know? You, you're saying that the, the, the most extreme form yeah. is the one the stereotype yeah the worst extremity of that group is the one that gets the identification you know that's right. what the other people who aren't that group think of you know yeah no you're right that's crazy just like people in crosby you know first thing that comes to your mind is like well on the weekend they're riding four-wheelers and stuff down at the river that's not punching hogs you don't ever do that you know right so. right, right yeah you know. Everybody else does. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, so yeah, man, I grew up I with. I grew up with. No oh, tolerance is important, dude. And like, I grew up like watching people be uh, intolerant, and then that like kind of pushed me in a different direction. Which now, like, the people that were intolerant when I was young are tolerant now, and like, or uh, tolerance not even a good word. You know my what I mean? Ability to be tolerant is the reason my relationship has been so successful. Oh, I know, yeah, that's a better Wait, example what? of Wait. the word tolerant. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's a shame that when coming to things like talking about things like race or sexual preference or individuality in general, somebody has to be tolerant of that. Like, it's none of your business to be tolerant of it. It shouldn't bother you. It has yeah. nothing to do with you. Get 
like why do you have to tolerate it if it's it's something that should be insignificant you know what i mean bro i went to i went to this church like i visited this church when i was coming up i used to visit a lot of different churches you know just to see what all was going on because i'm not just like hey look i'm gonna go to a church and i'm just gonna mindlessly follow whatever they say you know i studied a lot of different uh religions and different things like that like right. even wiccan and and stuff like that i looked into them like pretty heavily and then i went to this church that our neighbors went to <laughs> and i swear i've never this it was <laughs> it was it was pretty cool because this dude the pastor there he would get up and he was like parents you know them you know them records that your kids got burn them they're no good burn them because you want to save your children from the ever fires of hell blah 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 you need to burn them then movies they watch build yourself a fire burn them and apparently this dude like every sunday that's <laughs> that was this dude's like sermon just burn all your modern uh distractions yeah. and stuff secular and like, secular stuff, right? and this was in the 90s you're like what dude come on burn stuff like that give me a break i was burning cds in i believe it, that's what i was doing i went to um i went to a bunch of different churches with uh my grandmother whenever uh she was like sick and she was like at the towards the end there and so she went to like a bunch of different churches where she went to like uh i know i remember like going to like one of the Pentecostal churches, they had like pulled out snakes and stuff like this. Oh god! Like, I went to churches that were in like Holiday Inn based, like uh, convention rooms, like right. underground kind of stuff like this, and like they were like culty kind of churches. You know what I'm saying? And like, not that the people were bad people, but like, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of different forms of religion. If somebody wants to get involved in religion, they should like do their research and be safe because if you're not careful, you could get looped into something that's not what you're intending. You know, something that yeah. you're not actually for. Well, I, mean, I don't know. I think there's, I do think there's like real good in it. Like, I think that it's, I think that it is real good for people that want it. And, uh, I just think that there's people that are definitely in the world that are using it like bad too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, I got to a point. There was a point. People that have warped views, people that do it their own way. There's a big church out here in this area, which I probably won't name, but it's a huge church in the area that I live in. Whoop, whoop. Uh, <laughs> Jackalope Church. It's this big church out here. And uh, we went there one time. Uh, it was probably like 2006, 2005. Uh, and I went there, and it was like the height of like it was like war in iraq stuff going on you know what i'm talking about yeah and so the guy was speeding spitting fire and brimstone about like uh, muslims and about how like all muslims have a war on christians and all muslims want to kill christians and blah, blah blah and he was just like spitting and i mean this is a room this is a huge stadium type church it's not the big one you're thinking of it's another one that's big out here close to me <laughs> and uh so, because that guy would actually never do that. That guy's actually not as bad as people paint him out to be. But anyways, this church, the guy was spitting all this stuff to everybody. And I, I like, got up. I told my girlfriend at the time, I was like, I got, I'm going out. And I went outside and sat outside for the rest of it. Because I'm not going to sit in there and listen to, like, racist hate speech. And all these people, like, a thousand people were sitting there listening to it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to sound like I'm better than these people. But, like, nah, come dude. on. Like, what does this guy, this guy saying? That, definitely like, all are. These, 
I'll tell you why. Yeah, if, okay, if, but that's not what I'm trying to come across as. What I'm I know. saying. Now, if I go to church, dude, if I go to my church, and I told Chrissy this before, I said the minute I go in there and they start talking about like politics and getting political with it, I'm I'm done. I just don't. That's it's crap, dude. Don't 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 even, you know. And and luckily they haven't. We had one we had one point where she got a little bit, she got a little bit on the edge, but then she like, I was like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. and she's like, but I'm not gonna be talking about all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, right, right on. <laughs> so I mean, we like when the election came up and stuff, didn't hear about it because I don't want to hear about it. You know, it's got nothing. One has nothing to do with the other. Right. So, and I separation to, of church and state. It should go both ways. Right. Dog. No, I believe in that, and that's good. I think that's a good thing to have. Honestly, when they imp- implemented that way back in the founding days, that was a smart thing to do. Because my people, religion, like I said, religion's not for everybody, and it should be something that's accessible to the people that want it. And it should be, it should be in a perfect world, it should be wholesome and not tainted. Right. And the bad thing with religion is that almost every branch of religion is tainted. Yep. Now you're right. Well, I went so, to church with my aunt, and it was like a, it's like a Lutheran church or something, and they did the whole speaking in tongues thing. And it wasn't like one person did it, right. like one person was leading or whatever, and one person did the speaking in tongues. It was like everybody in the church like stood up together, and they were all doing and it. It was definitely weird. It made me uncomfortable. But I was cool, and I ch- I chilled and everything. Not every single person was doing it, but there were maybe four or five of us that weren't. And like, yeah. I had a lady come up to me when I was leaving, and she told me that because of me, because a new person being there, my presence kept the Holy Ghost from moving through the church. Shut up. And dude. so I was really, yeah, it was really strange. But like, just seeing all those people, because uh, my aunt's neighbor, a, a younger dude that I hung out with, went there too, and he was doing the speaking in tongues thing too. And it's like I don't know I don't know what they were doing or or what's real and what's not, but I felt like he was doing it because everybody else was doing it. Bro, have you ever point. had a religious experience though? Um, no, 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 I don't think have so. Have you guys ever Have you guys ever had like what you'd call like a religious experience or whatever? Well, like I was saying earlier, man, there was a time like in the late nineties where I got really like, I mean, deep. Like, I went head first. I was like, I'm going to be, like, righteous and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I think I went a little bit overboard with it, you know. So, like, I don't want to go that far again. Right. You know, I got to the point where I was like the people I didn't like. And and I think it's easy to get that way. But but the cool thing was this. And it wasn't because of anything spiritual. It was because of me. And, you know, like, we're humans, and we're flawed and everything like that. So, you know, it was just me getting in in, in too deep in my own yeah. self-righteousness, I guess I'm sitting, here, I'm sitting here preaching religion, wearing a cannibal corpse shirt, drinking <laughs> smoking cigarettes. You, know? hey, like, you I, can, bro. I've, this is a preachy episode. Dude, when now. Jesus came to the earth, he hung around people like us, not like... Right, like the religious right. leaders is the people that had him set up to get killed and stuff. But when I okay, let me say this though too. When I went headlong into it before I, you know, I kept having this inner struggle, and I was like, man, I don't want to like because I was really like, I don't want to stop listening to like the music I like, you know, and, and I like dark stuff, you know. 
I was like, I don't want to stop listening to that. And I had this like inner struggle for months. And then finally I was like, and in like movies, you know, I'm a big horror movie fan. I'm like, I don't want to give up watching horror movies. I enjoy horror movies. They were like, all this stuff was important. Like a bunch of yeah. like dark, not holy stuff was, was yeah. my entertainment. And then finally I was like, okay. And I did like this prayer where like, I'm giving it all to you, whatever you don't want me to do, I'm not going to do and all that stuff. And you know what? I I still listen to the music. I still watch the movies and I didn't have a guilt over it. And the whole point of it was not, was that I let it go. You know what I mean? That yeah. I, I let it go. Being like, I mean, it's like you get into it. Like and then, and then, and then I was, and then it was like, okay, you let it go. Well, guess what? You can have it still. It's not a big deal. And I was like, yeah, you know what I mean, and it was all an, an internal like no, I didn't talk to nobody. It was like there's an like internal spiritual there's thing. There's like terms that in religion that there's like terms in Christianity they talk about like that what you're talking about where it's like uh, right, it's like the sense that like you're 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 washed of your like the idea that you're washed of your sins in the first place right is not to say that you can continue sinning, but it's like humans will sin. Right. You will you will do and so like then you get into definition of sin and that's where all this bad stuff is coming from now right. from the point of views that people have against people that are uh uh what's the word uh, I don't know uh, <laughs> just discriminated not not discriminated but uh persecuted uh, persecuted that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Oh. But it was uh, I just thought it was cool that <clears throat> like like I enjoyed it. I actually was able to enjoy it without guilt after I was like willing to just be like, okay, I'm giving everything up. I'm just going to be like, boom, I'm just going to be righteous and whatever. And then it was like, you talk about that. Like, look at these guys, look at these guys right here. Like, that's what we learned from the whole juggalo thing for real. Yeah. Like, seriously, but look at what they did, like what they've done. And they're not a Christian band. They came out and they said, uh, we, we believe in God. And they did the song that was like, we're, we're down with God and blah, blah, blah. And that was like a joke. But honestly, what they're, they really did do something like that. What they're really pr- promoting is like a positive message of love. And it's masked in this like horror, gore, the most evil stuff you can. Well, it's like you, you said it before. Kind of, they say, let it, us do the killing for you or something yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They paint a picture of like what the worst thing you could be is. And then they say, don't, don't be that. That's why that's the point of what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like the metaphor for the dark carnival is a metaphor for the, uh, not the rapture, but the revelations, like all of revelations. That's what the dark carnival is a metaphor basically is like the final judgment and stuff like this. Right. And they're separating the sinners from the the people that get to go to Shangri-La to go to Hell's Pit, and like it's like this big goofy thing that people think is like satanic, and sure it's it's evil and blah blah blah. But these people at the core, the message is like be good and yeah, you, you know you know wrong from right. Everybody knows wrong from right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. You know. And that's the point too is people really do know wrong from right, so you don't need no body telling you what wrong from right is really like you you may you may need guidance on other things but at the core like people know when they're doing bad yeah so all these people that are like misconstruing religion all these 
Scientologists and other cults and stuff like this that are taking religion and making it this evil thing. They know exactly what they're doing. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's whether they feel consequence for it or not. It's whether they believe that some, they're going to have to pay for it later. It's crazy. And, I mean, maybe not pay for it later, but you pay for it in your life. You pay for it with guilt. You pay for it with, like... Not being able to you, sleep. You feel the pain of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's hell on earth. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But so, you know, I I don't I don't get like words. That's why I think it's so beautiful for people that find faith in it though. That's why I think it's such like such a good thing for like people that like actually are 100% like happy with where they are because there, there's so many people out there that are like negative and hateful because they don't know where they are that I like really respect the people that are like com- content with their life and shit. Dude, I, I'd, I'd rather, I'd honestly rather hang around like a bunch of like, what what would you call them? Non-believers <coughs> or whatever, heathens. I'd rather hang around a bunch of them than like overly righteous people who like misconstrue everything. It's, it's so funny many... you say that because I was talking about this a couple days ago. Like I went to jail recently. I went to jail. Hey guys, I went to jail. Oh, I got pulled over and I had a traffic ticket that I ha- I didn't pay. And like, I'm not going to uh, dress it up or anything. I was in there for like an hour and a half. It wasn't anything terrible <laughs> or anything <laughs> like that. But like, I swear to you, I swear on my life, I got put in a block. I actually made it into the block. Like I wasn't in j- just the hold the cell. It's like they thought Jen wasn't going to come get me or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so <laughs> they made me like change clothes. And I was in an orange jumpsuit for all of 30 minutes, I think. Oh, but, like, wow. I, I, I went into the block, and there were these, like, three guys there. And, like, two of them – or, no, there's four guys there. One slept the whole time. I don't understand how I slept through all of this. But two of the guys were, like, drug dealers, and the other guy was, like, addicted to drugs, I think. I think. I don't know. I didn't ask all that. But, like, man, I just, like, laughed with these dudes for, like, 30 minutes straight. Like, there wasn't any tension. I wasn't nervous. It wasn't weird or anything. Right. Like, I went in there, and these two gangster-ass dudes and this dude who probably had some problems, uh, <laughs> like, we just joked around for 30 minutes, and they were, it was, like, one of the most entertaining interactions I've had in a long time. And that's part of, that's that's in the Bible, too, the whole bit about, the you know, the thief that was by Jesus' side was, that's who right. Jesus, like, showed him, he was the last man that he showed mercy to, and... Like the he was alongside the thieves when he died and stuff like this. So that's the that's the what the point of that story is. It's that like people at the bottom can still be like happy. So I'm still talking about the religion stuff. I know you, that's not really what you're getting at, Kill. But no, uh, it, it totally relates though. I, I but it. you know what I'm saying? Like in it's my like, story, I'm like Jesus. What, what Hugh was saying, like hanging out <laughs> with the heathens. Like, that's <laughs> but hanging out with the heathens. That's the truth. Is that like the bad people aren't necessarily. Dude, the coolest thing I ever did... They don't was, have to be bad people. The coolest thing I ever did is, like... Like I said, I, I stopped... I didn't, like, just take whatever any church or preacher or whatever was, was given to me at face value. I was reading for myself. Because I've seen a lot where they would take different verses and everything. And sure, if you read, like, one verse by itself, you could say it means this. Yeah. But in the context of the whole situation... If you don't put it all in context, then it's then it 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 doesn't. You can, I was just reading. I can't remember you know. what the branch is, but there's a there's a branch of Christianity that's like infamous for that, where they take one 
verse and then yeah. they make the whole thing out of it. Right. And I can't remember which one it was, but uh but that's what they were talking about. They were like it's all just taken out of context. Yeah. So Shit, Book of Mormon is like a new book. It's like <laughs> right. not even an old book, dude. It's like a dude in America found these new Bible things. It's like, what? Come on, bro. I don't know the full story, but like, I'll tell you what, I got a free version of the book of Mormon on my first iPod I ever got. And I read through that thing when I was on smoke breaks and it's a weird book, dude. I don't know what's going on in there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty out there, but, uh, that's just, that's what I mean. There's just things, there's things popping up. The coolest thing I ever did was different folks, I guess. The coolest (laughs) thing I ever did was I committed to, and I read the four gospels. And that's like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And that's, that's, like, that's all I'm going to read because that's all about Jesus. It's, four, it's, it's the story of Jesus in four different uh, times of his life. No, yeah. not, no, no it's, it, it covers a whole life, but it's four different authors mm-hmm. telling the same story. You get what I'm saying? So it'd be kind of like four news outlets covering a story, and you take all the news outlets and, and read them. But from that, you see how, like, Jesus was pretty much like, and that's where the hippies came from, dude, because that's pretty much what he was. He, like, just traveled mm-hmm. around. He hung out with the derelicts and everything. The religious leaders hated him. He wasn't too fond of religious leaders. He, like, he went buck wild in the in the temple whenever they were, like, setting up money in there and stuff and, like, turning it into, like, a profit thing. That's the only time he, like, got angry and actually did something out of anger. So whenever the uh, they were doing money changing in the temple, the gambling in the in like, the temple, yeah, he like turned over the tables and and went to town on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but the whole time, and and when when I read it, it made me feel like a whole a whole lot better about things. And it wasn't so much as religion as it was more like I a, was talking a spiritual to, experience. You know? Yeah, I was talking to my mom about that about how like the difference in churches and the difference in how some Christian churches will teach the old Testament and some will teach the new Testament. And I guess it's preachers like some will, and like they may use stories from the old Testament, blah, blah, blah. But really in essence, there's two different stories. There's two different sets of rules. And so like you got your hard, uh, right, I guess is what it is. I don't know what the hell the term is, but like these the the Christians that are against homosexuality and abortion and right. all these hard issues, uh, whatever the people that are the people that are not tolerant when it comes to secular views, uh, these are Old Testament people or whatever, and then the New Testament, the Jesus story preaches that that's the reason it's like a hard reset, dude. Right. It's like when Jesus came, it was like a hard reset to like where okay now this is the way things are going to be. And this is not, it's not so much about like, right. Now you're totally worshiping right. me. And like, you know what I mean? It's like a different story. It's like the rules got changed. Well, basically I've, what happened from what, from what my mom was saying. That's, oh no. And it's right. And it's because it's because humans, we as a human race couldn't get it right. So yeah, that is pretty much what you're saying. It was a hard reset. It was like, okay, they're, they're not getting it right. So we have to change the script. Well, because <laughs> it's pretty much what it, it is. Pretty much and that's the, the thing, like, that's the line is because he, for, because he, first he so loved the world that he gave his only son. Blah blah blah. And it's a metaphor, you know what I'm saying? But like, he's that's that's really what it was. Is like he like 
I really want this to work. So like in the, and it could, the whole thing could be a metaphor. Who knows? But like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's, I'm just like, I'm lost too. Right. <laughs> I, well, in the old Testament, it's the story of the beginning and it's the prophecies of what's to come. But the main meat of it is, I mean, like Leviticus by itself is just all these sets of rules mm-hmm. and standards and ways that you have to follow these rules to worship appropriately. And people got so caught up in following all these rules, they forgot what the basis of everything was, was, you know, to worship God and to, you know, they they forgot about people. They just started worrying about doing, you know, their sacrifices and bringing things Isn't to the, the temple. Isn't the Bible and, anyways is like a collection of like old texts, like stuff that they've pieced together. Like the books are all pieced together. So like to say that like that Leviticus stuff was just like it was all put in the Bible by somebody, like put together or whatever. But like, you know what I'm trying to say is like, um, like right. a compilation. Like just because, yeah, it's a compilation. Just because of that's books. in there doesn't mean it was a whole view of the whole thing. It was like a, it's more like a history, like of like this is the order that things happened, and this is where we then this came. You know right. what I mean? And then so this happened, and then this happened. Basically, the Old Testament. Yeah, basically the Old Testament's the history of how God made the world. And made the people, and the people just couldn't pull it together. Right, like his own chosen people couldn't get it together, and kept. And it's all up. about tests of like uh, kept screwing up. You know, it's all like you got like the Adam and Eve story, the test of like uh, you're not supposed to do this, and then Sodom and Gomorrah, you're not supposed to do this. You know, it's like things like this. It's right. all these stories like testing your faith. You got uh, who was it? The guy that. Uh, was it Moses? It wasn't Moses. It was the guy that uh, took his son and had to was going to stone his son. Right. And he said, well, "God, it was just a test of faith." And that's what all that stuff is about in the right. Old Testament: is test of faith. And will you listen to my word or whatever? And they couldn't because they ate the fruit and whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like so it's, it's war. And it's basically this. It's like that's what I'm saying. The message of Jesus is totally different than the message of the right. Bible. Right. No, you're right because it's all. Like basically, it's it's like say you're God, right? And you create these people, and you don't want to force them. You know, nobody wants anybody forced to be loved. You know what I mean? You don't want something to be forced to love you. You want them to love you on their own. But then, you know, people are selfish, and this creation is selfish, and and you know, just a bunch of assholes running around. So, so then you had to like come down and fix it yourself and be like, okay, we're doing it this way now. And, you know, and, people and, talk about how, you know, they talk about how like they say God was like a wrathful God and stuff like this. And yeah. like all the, the flaws with God. But like if man was created in his image, like it's like, you know, it's like he basically like just put a, and then he put, a straight up version of himself. He put us here. Then he put a straight up version of himself here. It's, it's just real weird. Like, and, and like I said, it could be a metaphor. I don't know where we get, we're getting real deep into it. And I, no, I like, like it. Like when you, like when you have kids, you start to understand a lot more too. Which yeah. like, just listen to me. Why don't you listen to me? And it's kind of like the same thing. It's like, cause they're dumb. Right. Basically. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, I'm just saying it's, well, it's because you see, because you know, because you have all this knowledge from being older and having gone through it, 
that what they're doing is not going to have the best outcome. And you try to make them understand that you should do it this way. And, of course, they're stubborn and, and the ignorance is bliss thing is there. And they're going to do it their way and have to screw it up and learn their, from their own mistakes. We've, we've talked about it on Mysterious Boom, too. There's, like, two different ways of looking at it. There's, like, the atheist, like, uh, worldly way of looking at things. is like, this is just the way – this is human nature. And then there's the way that we've talked about it on Mysterious Boom with Christianity with like how there's actually a war of good and evil and how there's evil forces. If you believe – if you subscribe to that belief of Christianity, then you believe that there could be evil forces that are influencing people to be ways that they should not be and do things that they don't want. You know what I mean? Like it's like mm-hmm. so – uh, that's two different conflicting views, and that's where I am basically in my beliefs. You know what I mean? It's like on one hand, I think of it all as like a big scientific, like explosion, normal, like crazy thing, and then on the other hand, I'm like, no, there's there's a dude that like flipped the switch, and he's he's here like watching it all out. But I don't know, you know. But so that's the that's the conflict, I guess. It's like whether you whether you cast it off as like, uh, well, people will be people, or uh, somebody something is you know like um you know like i'm gonna pray for him you know that's what people say pray for him you know when people are say that something bad happened to him this is like why i'm a bad christian this is because when people say that like uh my dad's in the hospital or something blah blah blah, i don't say like I don't say, well, we'll be praying for you. I say, like, I'll, I'll have you in my thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the conflict that I deal with, I guess, is, like, because I'm still not sure. And I try to, like, it's weird. I try to, like, be Christian sometimes, but most of the time I, like, am not, still not sure. Nah. And so I'm, like, I'm really, like, still, like, looking for that faith. It's crazy. Yeah, I've been dealing with it all my life, and I still, like, <laughs> I still screw up probably more than I should. Then I know I hear, a lot. I, too. I have that angel and devil on my shoulder all the time, dude. Where like I'm thinking like this isn't this isn't what I should do or this isn't what I should say or things like this. I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I just do stuff. I find. Yeah, I, I mean, and I know what you mean. Like, and that's how Amy is. Like, Amy hasn't ever had religion in her life, and I think that's the thing. I think it's the burden of growing up with religion is that like you you have this like inherited guilt or something where you you have this thing and it's not a bad thing maybe but. see I, <laughs> I i grew up in it and i think a lot of it i think i think sometimes growing up and it makes it harder you know because i've been going to church since i was like five years old and in a lot of ways i think that makes it tougher because i look at a lot of it as like kids stuff you know because yeah. I went to church and I went to to Sunday school and it was a lot of kitty type stuff and and I kind of wish they wouldn't do that you know just kind of come be straight with it but and try not I don't know so but well I went to churches that they would do you know they would do the service for the adults they would have the youth stuff and they would it would all be separated like that I guess where it would come in levels you know what I mean right. like you they would the older you got the heavier it would get I guess you know what I mean right so. I don't know. It's like school. But, you know, that, that that's what I was going to say, too, is like uh, growing up in it, it's like you hear him preach love, but then you see hate. Mm-hmm. Right. And then at some point people get pushed. They, they get pushed away from it because of that. You know what I mean? Because they see the hate that's still inside it or whatever. It's not supposed to be that way. Well, basically, there's one part. There's one part in the Bible 
And it's like, I guess they call it maybe the golden rule or whatever. Or somebody straight up, I think, asked Jesus, like, what is, like, the greatest commandment or whatever. You know, and it's, it's, it's basically boiling the whole thing of life and the whole thing of what the Bible wants and what God wants. Basically, what does it all boil down to? Give it to me, bottom line, stone cold style. And he said to love your neighbor as yourself and, right. love, and love the Lord your God. That's why I always tell you guys I love you. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah. when it comes down to it, is everybody should just be chill and love everybody. And yeah. that's, that's, like the good, that's like what he said. They said, what is it all about? What is your number one, the number one thing we need to know? The number one commandment. And it's love your neighbor as yourself and, and love the Lord your God. So, so basically, so this- when people like say, you know, they hate gays or they hate this or they hate that, but they went around dumping on the Bible, they're, they're missing the important part, you know, so. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Do we want to move on? Anybody else have anything to say? <laughs> yeah, move on. <laughs> So this episode's going to be called Fire and Brimstone Pit. <laughs> oh, I'm right there. I don't know. How we got to the, I mean, that's, 